T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get ready. It's time for Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's late night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. Happy Monday night. It's Hancock and Kelly. Hello, everyone. Good to be with you. Good to be with you, Michael. Good to be with you, buddy. Here we are. We went and played pool this afternoon. We did. You were having. A, you were doing very well. Yeah, we played a, a game called rotation. We did. Where you have to hit the top ball or the low ball on the High table. High ball, low ball. Yeah, and you go back and forth and see who can score the most points and first one to fifty wins. That's how you play it. I still haven't be defeated you at it, but uh, I am getting better. Came very close this evening. We did. So the big news, I know we have always said that uh, late night with Hancock and Kelly were going to avoid politics, but... Um, Sometimes you just can't. Yeah. Um, the, obviously, the biggest story of the week, you and I were sitting on set on Fox 2 on Sunday morning at about 8.40 when one of the producers walked in and let us know that Joe Manchin had made the announcement uh, on Fox News that he would be opposed to the Build Back Better uh, program that uh, Joe Biden has been pushing. Uh, he, he ran on it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, therefore, leaving the Democrats one vote short of being able to pass that in the Senate. A lot of the very progressive members of the House, including our own Cory Bush, have been very upset with the Democratic leadership from decoupling this with the infrastructure bill, right. which was a bill that a lot, most of the Republicans didn't vote for, but a lot did. Some did, I should say. Several, Several did, uh, because it was a bipartisan bill that took uh, a lot of money to, well, let's be honest, red states. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, and and uh, to build roads and infrastructure needed needed investment. Uh, I think you could make a case. You shocked that Joe Manchin no, played this out on the president back, the way he no, did. No, because you go back and look at what he was saying back in September, and he was saying it was too big. It was too big, and then you get you know the all of the money that we spent on the COVID relief, and now you've got the disaster relief funding that inevitably is going to flow into those eight states that had the tornadoes. The money's not there. Joe Manchin was never going to vote for this. And remember, Joe Manchin represents West Virginia, a state that Donald Trump won by 40 points. And uh, Joe Manchin's approval rating in West Virginia today is 61%. And the disapproval rating of Build Back Better is 61% in his home state. So uh, I'm not surprised at this at all. But I think what I think is really fascinating here. The Democratic Party needs Joe Manchin much more than Joe Manchin needs the right. Democratic Party. Yeah, they could run him out of the party. And that could happen. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. At the same time, 
I think the White House has another play that they should start to implement, which is to cut that bill up into a right. million pieces yep. and start to pass it. And you know what? Make Chuck Schumer say, no, we're taking a vote on it, even if it goes down, and have people vote against the child tax credit. Have people vote against early uh, childhood development. That's what they should have done from the get-go. Right. And, you know, and I never understood why this thing turned into, you know, the shopping spree where you get 30 minutes and go through the store and whatever you can stuff in the bag, you do it, you know. And that's what this bill became. And I never thought, I never understood the wisdom. I guess they thought they could push it through. But, um, you know, there's an interesting corollary here. If you go back to the first year of the Obama administration in the health care. Do I remember it? Yep. 60 votes we had. So you had 60 votes in the Senate, but the what they wanted to pass was a universal care. Yeah, socialized health care. They, they wanted to pass a universal health care plan. And they said, hey, look, we got the 60 votes. We could shut down debate. And they did, but they didn't have all of their members. And so, you know, and they tried and months and months went by. And then they said, okay. All right. And they scaled it back. It was still, you know, looked at from your perspective, a historic piece of legislation. From my perspective, it was still a dog. But uh, but they passed it. And, you know, if if I were running things for Joe Biden, which I never would be and wouldn't be asked to, but if I were, I would have sat down with Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema and said, okay, what, what will you guys vote for? And I'd build my package around that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you take you take your softest uh, links on the chain and you give them what they want. And then you see what and you see how far the other way you can go. Now, they could have lost progressives, I suppose, on the other end of that. But that was only because they well, started. Heck, so a lot of the progressives voted against the infrastructure right. bill because they were upset about the decoupling. Right. Um, and they said this is ultimately what was going to happen. But uh, there's a little boldness there to be critical of. Mansion for not supporting Build Back Better when you voted it when they the didn't. Yeah, right. Bill. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's interesting to see how this is going to play out. I think that um, for the president's point of view, he he looks weak in all of this, and that's if you're the president, you never want to look. Well, weak. and his approval rating's not so great, uh, but uh, it is in the midst of uh, quite a chaotic time in our country. Uh, we're seeing polls fluctuate faster and higher more than we have in. Typically in the past, but uh, the, the president does have an approval rating problem. And what this ultimately comes down to for me is that Democrats have a tough, if not impossible, road to hoe in the upcoming November. I mean, it's it's inevitable they're going to lose the House of Representatives. I think that's right. Kevin McCarthy is going to be the Speaker of the House. I think that's right. Um, logic should say the Republicans could get the Senate, but it really comes down to what the map looks like. Yeah, so that's really interesting. I spent a little time looking at the, the Senate map because everybody is assu- a lot of people are just assuming that it's a fait accompli. But the seats that are in play are rather interesting. So the pickup opportunities for Republicans are um, Arizona with Mark Kelly, the, the freshman senator there, and New Hampshire with Maggie Hassan, who won the seat just six years ago. New Hampshire's not a great place to play. Arizona, maybe, uh, is a possibility. We could pick that up. The Republican vulnerable seats, you got Ron Johnson in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough. Uh, you've got the North Carolina seat, which is going to be tough. Uh, then you've got, <clears throat> uh, there's well, there's three or four of them that are really kind of just right there. Oh, Ohio and Pennsylvania are the other two. And those are both open seats. So incumbent Republicans are retiring. 
And so, you know, the the Democrats have some opportunities, and all they have to do is maintain status quo, and it's 50-50. Right. As long as they don't run Manchin out of the party. Um, so they have an easier well, – the Democrats have an easier path to hold the Senate, but if it's a wave election, and the early signs indicate that it could be, uh, then I think it's uh, – then the Republicans take both. Um, so if we went with your hypothesis, which I happen to agree with about uh, Joe Manchin and the fact that, you know, he really, uh, the Democratic Party and he probably needs him more than he needs the Democratic Party. At the end of the day, don't you think he's getting exactly what he needs? I think it's probably pretty good playing to his audience to have AOC yeah. and, you know, liberals out attacking Sanders. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's, that's absolutely right. Yeah, he is by far represents the most Republican state of any Democrat in the country. I mean, by far. Bar, and uh, and the fact that he's even in the United States Senate is a testimony to how good Joe Manchin's political skills are in that state. He was a two-term governor. He's been in the Senate now, in a state that has become, you know, staunchly Republican. Yeah, he's kind of a dying breed, isn't he? Uh, A guy mismatched in his own state. There's not many Republicans sitting in Democratic states, are there? No, there are very few. And, uh, yeah, Joe Manchin really does stand out in that regard. And for that matter, Kristen Sinema, who's the other senator from Arizona, uh, she's, you know, she's kind of standing out as kind of a maverick. And that state has produced, it produced John McCain. Uh, I mean, it's produced some maverick United States senators, Jeff Flake. Uh, who resigned and right. went after Donald Trump, uh, was a maverick Republican. Mark Kelly, um, he's got a little bit of national celebrity. He was an astronaut, astronaut and, yep. uh, of course, his wife was Gabby Giffords right. in that tragic situation. He should have the resources he needs to be able to compete. But oh, boy, sure. Arizona was one of those really hotly contested yeah. Trump states and became a part of the MAGA narrative. Yeah, and it's been a Republican state for most of its history. And, and the, the problem the president, President Trump, had in, in Arizona was the same problem he had all over the country, suburban women. And, you know, you, those Phoenix suburbs are, that's a huge percentage of that voting block in the state of Arizona. And those are women that had been voting Republican, and they didn't vote for Donald Trump in, in Phoenix, Arizona, and they in Scottsdale, Arizona, and they didn't vote for Donald Trump in a lot of suburbs across the country, uh, Philadelphia suburbs. And, you know, that was one of the, the reasons that that election in 2020 went the way that it did. You getting ready for this? For what? We're getting ready for another election season. Things I, are going to get, we're going to be talking about this seasons. between now and November. I love it. We have a caller on the line. Who is it there, Michael? Uh, his name is Dan. Let me get the button. Dan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here on KMOX, how are you? Uh, thanks, guys, for taking my call. I always look forward to listening to you guys on TV and on the radio. Wow. You are the best. Thanks, Dan. Thank so, you, Dan. Uh, my question is more to John than it is to uh, um, uh, what's his I'm name over here? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but uh, with all these lawsuits and this committee against Trump, yep. and New York getting ready to press these charges on Trump, yep. if the Republicans take over the House, will all this disappear, or will Trump still be facing? All these lawsuits. Uh, thanks for taking. Yeah, my call. good question, Dan. So the the New York situation. There are two situations in New York. You've got the U.S. Attorney's. I'm sorry, the District Attorney's Office in New York. That's a state agency, and then you also have the New York State Attorney General. So control of Congress will have no impact on that whatsoever. And you know, there's all these rumblings that there's an indictment looming. Cyrus Vance is going to retire, and there's the thought that he's going to make a splash on his way out the door and indict. President Trump, uh, I'll believe that when I see it. But in terms of the control of Congress, they will have no say whatsoever uh, over what are essentially state matters in New York City, whether it's the city of New York or whether it's the the New York State Attorney General. And uh, there's also an ongoing federal investigation in Georgia over the elections that uh, potentially could involve the president. And uh, I've not seen anything lately on that. But uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't lose too many. Too many of your forty winks out there, Dan. I think it's going to be okay. Republicans are going to take the Congress uh, this next year, right after the calendar turns here in a week or so. He is John Hancock. I'm Michael Kelly. Wait till you, uh, we tell you what the Russians are up to. We're going to talk about it after this, right here, Camelx. We uh, back over our shoulders, uh, over Hancock's shoulder and over Kelly's shoulder. Little dandruff. Our television. Oh, tele- the television, sorry. So uh, over my shoulder tonight is a football game, and there over John's shoulder is, uh, I don't know, some CBS program. Yeah. We just saw an advertisement with Henry Winkler. There he was, Henry Winkler. Now, of course, Henry Winkler was the Fonz. The Fonzarelli. Had Arthur a, Fonzarelli, if memory He had serves. a second life, too, didn't he? After the Fonz, well, didn't he? Sure he did. I know he was in the Scream movies yeah. that were I mean, been around when I was in actor. high school. He was in a lot of stuff. Yeah, but a lot of actors, particularly who play characters like that, get typecast. They do. You know, like J.J. Walker. Jimmy Walker. In the 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 show Good Times. Can you name the actors' names that were in the show Good Times? You got Jimmy Walker, go. Uh, Well, you had Rerun. No, Rerun was not in. No, No, I couldn't tell you who was in there. John Amos was the father in Good Times. Yeah. Uh, Went on to play Kunta Kinte in uh, Ah. Alex Haley's Roots, uh, the the first great miniseries on network television. Uh, The mother, of course, was played by Esther Rall, a very famous Broadway actress, classically trained actress. She played uh, the mother on that show. And uh, that's about as far as I can go. Yeah, so we, what we what happened is we had a discussion, and John started to list off all the actors on Happy Days. I did. And so you had Bosley, Mr. Bosley. Tom Bosley. Tom he went Bosley. on to star in the Father Dowling Mysteries series alongside uh, Tracy Nelson. 
uh, many years ago. You have the director, Ron Howard. Ron Howard uh, played Richie Cunningham on that show. And of and course, I had Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler, a little So sister, those were the three I knew. Played and by you... Aaron Moran. And uh-huh. then uh, you had his two buddies, um, Potsy and the other guy, played by uh, Anson Williams and Donnie Most. We're uh, also you on know you show. are a regular old Cliff Claving. You well, know some useless stuff. <clears throat> you know stuff. I don't I don't like to talk, Michael. But you know trivia is it kind of it, it's it's nostalgic. I love nostalgia. Looking back, yeah. well, it's interesting because Happy Days was a nostalgic show. It was, uh, it was, it was in, made the 80s, in the seventies and seventies and eighties. Yeah. Set in the fifties. Well, we were in the. You midst- know who else was on that show? Who? <laughs> well, Laverne <laughs> well, yeah. got her start. Yeah, Penny Marshall. Yeah, and uh, but well, Laverne, yeah, it was Penny Marshall. Shirley was the other one. And uh, <laughs> thanks for that. But you know who else was on that show and went on to have uh, a network sitcom of his own become very prominent of late? Who? <laughs> Big Donald Trump supporter. Who? Scott Bale. Yes, Scott that's right. Chachi. Well, He's, he had a couple of lives. He got. Yeah. A, he was also in Charles in Charge. Yeah, and Joni loves Chachi, with which he starred with Aaron Moran, right, uh, in that show. And well, uh, Joni and Chachi were boyfriend and girlfriend on Happy Days uh, back in the 1970s. So at the height of those television shows, we were in the midst of a cold war with the... It's too... It's too we, we don't have enough time to get into this. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about 70s television. There's nothing but... How many of the actors on the Brady Bunch can you name, Kelly? Let's... Uh, oh, let's I, I don't know any of them. Well, you got... Uh, so you got the father there that was... Uh, what's his name? Tom Bosley. No, it wasn't. Tom, <laughs> it was uh, Reed. It was uh, Reed. His last name was Reed. Well, you're really good at this. Uh, and then the mother, of course, on there was Florence Henderson, uh, played the mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alice the maid was played by what's her name? I can't. Florence it, Anderson. Florence was the mother, uh, oh. and then you had um, Jan was played by Maureen something or other, and then you had uh, of course Barry Williams played Greg the That's older. That's right. And um, Peter was played by somebody else. And uh, did you watch those shows? Of course, I watched those. Shows. The, did you like uh, the uh, what is it? We were watching uh, the, the Brady Bunch. The Brady yeah. Bunch. You like great that? show, a classic. How about that astroturf from their backyard? Yeah, it was awesome. And yeah. and you had he was an architect, the father. And you remember the uh, UFO episode? Alice, yeah, of course. Ooh. Alice had a thing for the butcher at the butcher shop. Yeah, <laughs> well, they wound up dating. <laughs> they did. Yeah. yeah, I wish I could remember Alice's. Name. I wonder what. It would cost to live in the house that that would be the size and space of the Brady Bunch house. Well, it wasn't that big. It didn't seem like to me, did it? I well, mean, they had a giant sitting room, the big come down the stairs, and then the nice kitchen. Well, half the scenes were in the kitchen. Well, he was an architect. He was doing pretty Which well. Which was just right off the garage there where they had the AstroTurf uh, yard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I just found the other day, Michael? What's that? They got this thing called Google. And uh-huh. uh, so Marie McCormick out there, Marine. you got, uh, she was, she was uh, the Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Susan Olson played Cindy Brady. Yeah, the little one. Yeah, we've also mentioned, uh, we've also mentioned Barry, what's his name? Um, Eve Plum played Jan. That yeah. was, uh, that was mm-hmm. her name. Christopher Knight was uh, uh, Peter. And then Bobby, the little one, Mike Lookin' Lad. Uh, Ann B. Davis, that's who played Alice. Ann B. Davis. Uh, dead or alive, I wonder. And Robert Reed was the, uh, the He's father. dead. Yeah, he died. Uh, Ann B. Davis is dead. Are you sure? The mother's still, Florence Henderson's still alive. Yeah, she died. Yeah. She did? 
No, Ann B. Davis. Ann B. Davis died, yeah. yeah. Florence Henderson's still alive, and I think everybody else is still alive. Yeah, pretty much so. Well, well, we're still was, alive. Uh, it's Hancock Kelly. It's hard to believe sometimes, you know. We're uh, going to take you all I finished my Christmas shopping today. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. I we're, finished it. We're going to take you all the way up to 10 o'clock. Stick I, around. I, I'm, no, I finished my... I'm so excited. We're going to come back and talk to you about this. Well, I don't think we want to come back. Do we need to Do we need to leave? Now I'm on a roll here. No, I got Ann B. Davis over here. I got, no, uh, got my Christmas shopping breaking. over there. What? Hey. Listen to this. Yes. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On King of OX. You know, I love it at night. Do you? I do. You think you could have done the old Jim White gig? Me? Yeah. No. Well, you just said you love it at night. Well, I do love it at night. You look out and it's nice and dark out there. Scattered lights around. It's very nice. You wouldn't want to just throw open the phone lines and talk to people about aliens. Four three six seven nine hundred one eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty. It doesn't have to be aliens. I don't. No, but Jim White always had those interesting callers, right? He would. He used to get the drunk callers. Those, those were my favorite. The guys yeah. would call. Well, Jim always. Hey, I was wondering about the uh, Cardinals if they were. Uh, how are we going to make some playoffs again? And he'd say, "You can't fix stupid." That's what he would say. Well, that's John Hancock. I'm Michael Here Kelly. We are. we are, what, five days away from Christmas? Ho, 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 ho. And you have announced that you, John Hancock, have accomplished and finished your Christmas shop. On the 20th of December, 2021. This is truly earliest. a monumental year because you and I usually are on on Christmas that's Eve. It. And you'll say to me, Kelly, no pool after uh, yeah. radio today. I got to go to the store and do some shopping. That's it. I usually wait until, I don't know. 23rd, 24th. Who, who wraps your gifts for you? I wrap my own Come gifts. Come on, hogwash. I wrapped them today. You, you took them to the lady at the mall no, and paid the no, fee. No, 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 no. Oh, no. You no. wrap your own gifts. Yes. Yeah, so what you Can you do, do the corners? Of course, Kelly. Uh, so you get the paper. That's all about measuring the paper. If you, if you try and if you try and put too much paper on too small a package, you're going to you're going to find yourself, you know, grossly uh, out of out of sync. So the very first step is you put the gift down on the paper there, and you look at this little corner over here, and you got a little, a little enough gaps you see the fold over covers everything, but not too much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you get the scissors out and you cut the paper right down there, and now you got now you're working. Now you got so you got the paper laying flat. You got the gift on top of the paper. Now you fold it to the top, you fold it to the bottom, you tape it right there. So you okay, I understand what you're play. saying. Yeah. One piece of tape. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And now you got. The all important corners. Yeah, help me understand how to do corners. So if you're if you're too long, in other words, if you got too much paper hanging out to make your corners, you're going to be sadly disappointed. Okay. So if that is a condition that has beset you, then before you start folding, then you just clip off, and so that you only leave enough that you need. Okay. And it's all about proportion. Uh, and then you got to come down from the top, and you got to make a little, a little, uh, like what do you call triangle. It? Angle. Well, it's a, it's a ninety degree angle, Mike. Yeah, ninety. Degrees. And it's a ninety degree angle on both corners of that dog, and you fold it down, and, and then tape it. And you, no, no. Uh-huh. And then you, but then you got to smush. You got to, you got to, uh, the whatever's still on the table there. You got to right. flatten. Mm-hmm. So now you got your ninety degree angle. The paper's on the table. Now then, you take the other paper. Uh, that's on the table, and you make another angle out of that. So you're angled okay. on both sides. That's, and then you then fold over nice and tight so that you should have what appears to be a rhombus. And um, and uh-huh. once you get the rhombus there, then you take your tape, and you you put the tape right there. Okay. And then you do it on the other side. And if you've done it correctly, when you turn that dog over, you're going to have a flat surface, no creases. Never goes that way no, for me. Well, never. Well, I mean, I get a flat surface. I get no creases. 
Right. The, the the thing that always looks junky on mine are the corners. The corners, because you're not doing the angles. Well, I try just to do like the pool. angles, but uh, okay. On average, just your average size box that would hold a shirt. Yeah. How many little pieces of tape are you using? Well, I'm a taper. Um, ah, that's what. Uh, see exactly. See now, I try to minimize the taping, which may be the reason that I have the issues with my uh, corners. Here's the other mistake: far too many people make in this country. They they get the little roll of scotch tape there, and they they pull off about six inches of that stuff and right. they need to chop it. Well, you know it's going to roll around your hand. It's going to stick to itself. You know, no, no, small pieces of tape, small pieces inch, of tape, inch long. If if, if. yeah, no. And I'm the with main you. thing is that initial tape landing. Uh, it's kind of like the Apollo 13. The initial where, tape landing has got to come down, and it holds everything in place. Where do you think the concept of wrapping? presence comes from well it goes back to the uh, biblical times yeah uh you know you, you have the f- did they show up with gold frankincense and myrrh yeah, all, all wrapped, wrapped up, up in yeah. fancy yeah. little packages yeah. and yeah. then handed it or they, now, throw they, them didn't under have, the tree? they didn't have christmas trees on them back then right they uh, were in a desert yeah but uh <laughs> but yeah that <laughs> was that's, trees. that's when the whole thing started it was right back there with the gold frankincense and, and myrrh so you think that's where wrapping packages goes back 100 percent, no doubt about it no, i have no doubt really yeah. Do you uh, so what what do you think of people who do what I do, which is I'm done wrapping. I can't figure the corners out. So what I do is I like to buy gifts that I can put in one of those little bags. It's it's the it's the it's the cheap way out, Michael. It's the it's the easy way out. Right. It's it's, it's not it's so, not. So, but then what I've done when I'm trying to impress a girl, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I've been in love. Got to got to buy a Christmas gift. You know, there's yeah. lots of pressure around Christmas time. Yes. So what I would always do is go to the place at the mall. Yeah. Uh, so you buy your gift there. You pick something up at Ann Taylor, and you got your package. And then not, you walk over to the customer service area. Guess we're not talking about Russia. <laughs> uh, you are you seriously? You just spent twenty minutes describing how you put corners onto a wrapping paper, and you're going to give me trouble for explaining. How I go to those, the those troops will still be there later. Yeah. Go ahead, Michael. I'm sorry. But anyway, I I go and I pay the extra ten dollars, and sometimes. When you pay the extra five, ten bucks, whatever it might be for from Iraq, your for charity. Yes, it goes to Children's Hospital uh-huh, or uh-huh, something like uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. That's great. By the way, I saw a lady ringing the bell the other day in front of Schnucks. Yeah, and she was awesome. It was the Schnucks on uh, Clayton Road yeah. there uh, next to what hospital is that? Um, uh, the one on Clayton Forty and um, Clayton the Barnes. Clayton, uh, no, it's not Barnes, but it's anyway. 40. It's across from the old CBC High School and St. Mary's. Yeah, that sounds right, St. Mary's uh, Hospital. Thank so, you, Mike. I'm. Um, the lady's there, and she's got music playing. Yeah. Her daughter is sitting in a chair. Her daughter must be 15 years old. Yeah. And her ringing daughter's the, ringing that bell. She's on the bell. And then this lady had a boombox going yeah. Ooh. with Christmas music, and she's dancing. Nice. And so you know what I did? What? I went up there. I, I quickly pulled out a couple of cool, crisp $1 bills. Yeah. And I started to dance with the lady. You were dancing with we the lady. We wound up getting a whole group of people. At the Schnooks on Clayton Road, dancing and and throwing money into the red kettle. Wow, it was fun. Now you know a lot of people don't carry cash anymore. Yeah. So do you? Can you Venmo the red kettle? Oh, that's an excellent question. Yes. I had a homeless guy ask me one time to Venmo him some money. <laughs> well, I've also had uh, I've also had uh, a guy that that I know to be homeless because I, I give him a Christmas present every year. Huh. He's got a cell phone, so sometimes I'll see him walking by the office and. Uh, 
I'll be out there. I'll be like, hey, Mike, how you doing? I'll be like, fine. He's on the cell phone. He's like, yeah, I need a couple extra bucks. And, you know, I'm like, good for you. He wants to be homeless. Well, this clearly. is a man who's chosen to be homeless. Yeah. There was that one homeless guy that had like a million dollars. Did you hear about what? that? Yes. Oh, this is a Kevin Klein story, yes. right? Yes. The guy was drinking turpentine. He was. <laughs> Wasn't he? Well, I don't know if it was turpentine. He was drinking something, but yeah, he had like a million dollars. Vaccaro, the alderman Vaccaro yeah. was friends with the guy. <laughs> yeah, and he was, and he just he chose to live on the streets. Now I could not live on the street. Um, I, I'm a wimp. I, I tell you what, at nighttime actually, when it's cold, I, I can't handle I it. What? I actually could. And now that I think about it, you know, I I do have the. Wilderness Survival Merit Badge from yeah. the Boy Scouts. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So does Mike over here. But I have often thought about, and I, I uh, homelessness is kind of a, a vagabond lifestyle, if you will, right? You're out well, there yeah. and you're yeah. maybe traveling the world. I've often nature. thought I could be an over the road trucker. Yeah. That, you know, I could drive from here to Montana. Well, and, and you know the difference park between. Park my rig there at about five in the yeah. morning, sleep till about noon. Yeah. And maybe make the rest of the way up to Portland, totally. Oregon. Totally. Yeah, I could do it. You know, the difference between being homeless and being an over-the-road truck driver, you know what that is, don't you? What? Toilet paper. Uh, your over-the-road truck driver has that got access to toilet paper. The poor homeless guy out there running around. I mean, I know. hadn't thought about that. Well, that's exact. That's the one thing that would keep me from being homeless right there. Yeah. No toilet paper. Yeah, uh, I couldn't do it. I was talking to a guy earlier. He was in a music band, yeah. uh, and he and I were visiting. <laughs> as opposed to the non-music band. Yeah, as opposed yeah. to the non-music band. <laughs> anyway, he had spent some time being uh, a guy who jumped trains. A hobo. Uh, yeah, a hobo. That's yeah. the, the word yeah. for it. And he lo- learned to, you know, and played music, and he would just jump trains. It is with his guitar. And lived across the country and, yeah, jumped the trains. Now, that would be fascinating. I don't know that I'd want to do it, but it, it is a fasc- fascinating to meet somebody who's yeah, done it. I'd have to learn how to play the guitar. But, I mean, I could see the lifestyle might be uh, very appealing. It's got to be pretty scary, you know, getting up next to those trains and then trying to you jump on jump on to them and hold on. Well, and, they slow down sometimes. Yeah. You know? And then you just kind of, when they slow down, you speed up and hop on there. And, and how, you're on, how you're do on. you ever know where you're at, though? You don't. That's the beauty of well, it. Well, that's just it. So all of a sudden you think you're going west, but all of a sudden you wind up in Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo. You know? Am I right? Or Amarillo? <laughs> I mean, there's no better place than Amarillo, Texas. Funny you should mention that. Do you you know, it, they got armadillos in Amarillo. I was just going to ask you, do you think the armadillo name comes from Amarillo? No, the armadillos are in Amarillo, but the Amarillo We have armadillos in Missouri. For the armadillo, we do now. I don't like that. That's global warming. Well, like, it's not global warming. Yeah, it's... those animals couldn't have survived here in the past. And they hop on the what train. What do you mean, what well, we do now? Yeah. They never. They weren't here for thousands of years, and they just show up in the last 20 well, years. Now, and how, that, do you, how, you don't... Do you, how do you know that? You, were, you weren't here a thousand they, years. I think they're a reptile, aren't they? Isn't a armadillo a, a reptile? Oh, they probably are. They got the hard little shell on them. Yeah. Like that. Did but I, they're, the, they're being found in Missouri like crazy. Did you see the rhinoceros? Or no, it was it was a bull. The bull flip over the turtle in the field the other day yeah, on that's YouTube. Cute. Wasn't that awesome? That's cute. <laughs> but I got to ask you about speaking of a- amarillos. Yes, uh, oh, they're mammals, by the way. Am- yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, but an I armadillo is a mammal. A mammal. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, they are New World placental mammals. Yep, that's it. But but don't they have like a, a reptilian like well, skin? Well, they got a hard shell. No, a hard shell's like what a turtle has. Yeah. I think they have like a leather-like skin. The armadillo? Yeah. I think it's hard, man. I think it's like, you know. And I don't know that it's... Yeah, no. I think it's more like leather. Like it's yeah, no, I chewy-ish. Think it's, I think it's hard. I, I do. Because, I mean, you see them out there, and it's armor. They're called armor. That's why, they, that's why they're called an armadillo. They got the armor on them, 
and uh, and it's hard. It's little armored ones in Spanish. See there? Well, see, I rest my case. Spanish. I rest my case. Espanol. They are they are Spanish armadillos. They're all over the highways in the summertime. They people kill them. Like so when crazy. are we going to talk about Russia next? We're hour? not doing it. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about picking up armadillos on a highway. And I want to talk to you about. Um, I want to talk to you about. <laughs> well, good. I was thinking about uh, talking to you about Russia. So we'll come back with that. Hey, who knows? Kmox. See ya. Hey, it's Hancock and Kelly on Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. That Bo Matthews, dude, what do you think he sounded like as a little kid? Bo Matthews. Hi, this is Bo Matthews. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, puberty hits. Oh, hey, this is Bo Matthews. I mean, did, did, have you met a guy with a deeper voice? He's got the best voice ever. I, I want to, like, go up and touch his chest while he's talking just yeah, to see I've if never, the whole barrel is is uh, moving and making some noise and some sound. I, I confess to never having been tempted to touch Bo Matthews in his chest. Well, He's got such a deep... Uh, so my dad and him worked together long before I was born over at WIL for oh, a very sure. long time. This is our yeah. producer, Mike, guys. And uh, he gave me my first Christmas present, actually, when I was born. Well, oh. Matthews. Yeah, and so... Uh, I say, young I'm, man, I'm, here's your Christmas present. I don't know. I was probably, you know, maybe a month old at this oh, point. Okay. But I can only imagine the deep voice of Bo Matthews yeah, coming right. and doing that. So, Hancock, tell me this, buddy. Uh, I uh, have one of these car thermometers that tell me. A like, thermometer? Well, I don't know if it's a thermometer. It says. A gas gauge. Yeah, a gas gauge. <laughs> and then it will tell me, yeah. you've got 20 miles to empty. Oh. You've got 13 miles to empty. How can you empty. possibly let it get that? I long? went down to 13 miles to empty oh. today. You're taking your life in your hands. But there. you said that you fill up before it hits a quarter of a tank? Oh, a half a tank. Really? Yeah, yeah. How often are you going to the gas station? Because you got to drive from all the way out in Timbuktu yeah. to downtown St. Louis to be a couple on the times a week. And, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I hit a gas station maybe every three weeks. Because you never know, buddy. You're out there driving, and all of a sudden there's a there's a wreck on the highway, and you can't get off, and you're sitting there. Yeah. Hey, you turn your car off, I guess. Or or you never know. You're driving along, and some suddenly out of nowhere you have to go to California. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just never know, and you don't want to let that gas get So I low, get why in an urban environment, gas. in the St. Louis area, a suburban urban environment, that you'd hit a quarter tank and you'd be like, hey, I'm going to go fill up. I get that. But, like, what about if we were on a road trip from here to Denver, which we know we're going to need two tanks of gas. Right. Do you have to fuel up before it no, hits the quarter fact, tank, or can you let it get closer to empty? No, I never let it get close to empty. But... Uh, so, Georgiana and I actually, a month or so ago, took a road trip to Ohio for a wedding. Okay. And so we got in the car. And the great thing about my wife is that you don't ever have to worry about the car running out of gas because she has to pee. Oh, right. Uh, and and yeah. so, I mean, you know, so I feel like every my 20 tank, minutes, about right? every second pee. Yeah. And uh, and so then it's, you know, you're between a quarter and a half a tank. That's kind yeah. of the way it works. So she's perfect. I'm a camel. I can hold that stuff. Uh, <laughs> if, if, if we just got gas. Dead. And we're going to Colorado. I can wait until the next time we have to get gas before I pee. <laughs> so my mom and dad got PSLs to the Rams, you know, for well, the, very, this the very first to season. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Be patient. Over <laughs> so they got, they were the first PSL holders and they had their whole little group of people that got to all became friends and the Rams weren't very good in the early days, 95, right. 96. And so one Sunday, dad's asked if I wanted to go to the guy. Yes. You know? <laughs> So uh, it was me and me and Dad, and we get there, you know, 20 minutes before kickoff, and we're sitting there, and we order a beer, and, uh, you know, here's a hot dog over here, and we get some eh, some nachos, you know. Let's have another beer. And so my father, 
mm-hmm. lasted from 20 minutes before kickoff till we got home in the car without going to the bathroom. Wow. That's exactly Not what, even in halftime? That, that's exactly what I said. I said, I said, Yank, how do you do it? I mean, how uh-huh. do you, you know? He said, eh, nothing to it, big boy. Well, I can it, hold on to it. I, I'm not one of those people. I hate when people have to go pee. That's why I don't like to do road trips with people because then it's like, what, really, we got to stop again? <laughs> we just stopped for you 20 minutes ago. Now we got to stop again. You got to be patient. You got you to gotta, you gotta just kind of go with it, Kelly. It's just you can't let circumstances yeah. get you down. But back to my original thing, I, I, I let mine go all the way down because I don't drive really on highways that often. So whenever I'm driving, I, you know, it gets down to 20 miles till empty. Oh. That's when I say, well, you know, it's about time I find Someday myself a place to Someday that's going to bite you up. right there in the posterior. I've, I've ran out of gas before, have you? Yes. Yeah. But it's not on purpose. It's, it's embarrassing. Well, I thought my car was broken. I had a I had a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee that I bought. Mm-hmm. I was all four-wheeling it. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, it said I had 270 miles to go before filling out. I thought, man, this thing gets great gas mileage. <laughs> I've been driving this. <laughs> For and, six weeks. Yeah. And, you know, 270 miles. <laughs> so I, I get off on Gravoy off of 270, and I guess it's an incline there, and you got the red light. And I'm sitting there, and boom, the car stops. Uh-oh. The car just stops. And I'm thinking. Uh-oh. You know, I, I know a lot of stuff, but I don't know a lot about cars. Yeah. All I knew is that something was wrong with this or car. driving. So directions. I picked up the old uh, digitized cellular device, and I called AAA, and they came out, and they loaded it up. They on laugh the at you? No. They took it on into the, you say my sh- to the, the shop? dealer there. And uh, the dealer was happened to be around the corner. It was very convenient. So uh, the guy comes in, the diagnostic guy, you know, he comes out sweating. And I said, <laughs> I said, what is, what is it? And he says, uh, you're out of gas. <laughs> it's like, it's like Goober Pyle come walking. You're out of gas. It said 270 miles. So anyway, be careful. Don't let your car get low. That is irresponsible. And someday it will nip you in the behind. I'm going to talk to you about China when we come back Russia, after the news. <laughs> He's Michael. You got all kinds of time here, Kelly. You're uh, you're getting out early. They're, they're playing music well, in the background. They want us to quit it's talking. No music anybody wants to hear. They want to hear yeah. us. The, oh, this is Who Are You by The Who. Okay. It's a great tune. All right, we'll see you next hour right here on Game of Legs. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.